Hi there, and welcome to Starting Over at 50, the podcast about the game show of life where you're climbing up the ladder to success only to get thrown off halfway up, getting to start over at zero, and making a go of it. I'm Kurt Benton, your host, and I hope you'll enjoy this next episode. Good morning and welcome to Friday, everybody's favorite day of the week. Unless you're a little bit nuts, then maybe Monday is your favorite day. But I just wanted to pop in here. I know it's only been a couple days since my last uh, podcast, but um, I've had this one stewing in my mind and uh, I thought maybe it would be best if I went ahead and got it out there um, before I forgot. So today we're going to be talking briefly about the broken ladder. Um, The broken ladder, as I see it, is the new reality of corporate advancement, so to speak. When I was growing up, my dad worked at a major um, Fortune 500 telecommunications company, which at that time there was probably only one, we'll call it AT&T. And we moved all over the country as his job moved from one place to another. And as he finished one project, we would get that um, family meeting where we all sat around the table and he'd say, okay, guys, we're, we're moving again. So start you know, getting ready to move from New Jersey to Omaha or from Omaha to Kansas City or from Kansas City to, to Atlanta, Georgia. In fact, my first day of my senior year at high school, I left from the hotel we were staying at to attend the first day of school. Um, but he continually moved up the ladder and was very successful with AT&T and was able to retire. The reality that people of our age are presented with is a little different. Um, for many people who got into a single uh, company with that kind of mindset of the the ladder, the advancement ladder mindset, I do. I have several friends who are in their 40s and 50s who have been with the same company for 20 or 30 years. Um, they've done very well and continue to move up. However, there are others of us out there, like myself, who found ourselves moving between companies as things change. For instance, uh, I was involved in a dial-up network, dial-up network um, management system back in the early 90s. Uh, we were doing warranty claims. I was doing support for the Sears technology companies, which was Dean Witter Reynolds and Amtrak and Sears service centers, et cetera. Uh, I moved horizontally to another company that offered a better opportunity, which then I moved to California, where I got involved with a uh, dot-com company, which then led to a different dot-com company, which led to tremendous growth, tremendous opportunity, um, and then that blew up in the dot-com bubble. Uh, After leaving the dot that particular dot com I got involved with another technology company um, which I expected to be one of those companies that offered the long-term opportunity I was very excited in fact I brought in several of my friends who are now high-level executives with that communications company unfortunately being in operations I was frequently the person who would have to tell salespeople, no, that's not the way this works. We can't deliver that on time. You're 
making suggestions to your client that are not reasonable. And uh, after standing up for my employees and, and my department, um, essentially I was rode out of town on a rail um, as a result of my perceived lack of ability and lack of willingness to quote unquote play ball. So after that, the dot-com, you know, I was middle-level management and technology company. The dot-com uh, explosion had led to probably tens of thousands of people just like me uh, sitting on the sideline looking for opportunities. I know there were lots of um, TV spots back then talking about how VP-level people were out delivering pizzas, trying to make the, you know, pay the mortgage. So I found myself working at a home loan funding company doing outbound 100% commission sales, which was great. In fact, I did so well, I moved up into training, uh, training the new loan officers. And that was great until, of course, the uh, mortgage explosion of 2006, 2007. Uh, now, everybody knows that the, the real estate market, the mortgage industry blew up in 2008. But really, that was just the end of the train. Uh, it was going south long before then. So at that point, I was once again doing whatever I could to, you know, to pay the bills. And that's when we started Pixel to Canvas, our large format uh, photography printing company, which did very well. Uh, in fact, we had several years where we were doing a uh, million plus years of revenue uh, as we grew, uh, we hired people, and uh, that became uh, a challenge, but a, a great learning opportunity. But after a while, um, you know, you have disruptors that come in, and the market, uh, the race to the bottom that everybody uh, seems to participate in to try and make the revenue. And all of a sudden, um, we exited that in 2017 um, with essentially the sale of the company for debt. So... Long story short, we're back over here at the beginning, as, uh, as we mentioned, and um, but I wanted to get back real quick to the concept of the ladder. The ladder, as I see it, was the format that you took when you got into the business world, you got a job, you moved up, you worked hard, you got promotions, the promotions led to better opportunities, whether this company or that company. And you continue to move up. Now, the issue with the ladder is that it requires movement across the entire spectrum of the ladder. Unfortunately, with the dot-com explosion of 2001 and the mortgage industry explosion of 2008 and the Great Recession that lasted uh, pretty much the 10 years between 2006 and 2016 or so, what you find is that many of the people who should have been exiting off the top of the ladder and retiring uh, with their pensions no longer had pensions, no longer had uh, stable incomes, no longer had a significant nest egg. So the people who were leading the companies are no longer leading the companies, which means that the vice president level employees no longer move up to C-level employees. And if the VPs don't move up, then neither do the supervisors and the managers. And the managers don't move up and the supervisors don't move up. And that means that the people at the bottom of the ladder don't move up. So the only way to really move up within uh, a market is to move between, move laterally between companies. 
But as more and more ladders became what I call frozen or broken, uh, what you find is that you're moving laterally to another ladder, which is equally stagnant, which has essentially uh, led me to the concept that if you want to, you know, essentially climb the ladder to success, you need to be building your own ladder. Um, next week, uh, my wife and I are meeting with some friends and, uh, we're looking at a couple different business opportunities. Um, the, the reality of finding a, a job in the normal marketplace without an established background, without, a, without an established network sales, if you're good in sales, then you can write your own ticket. And I advise anybody going out into the marketplace, if you don't know sales, then find a way to get that experience especially to young people. I say, look, go, go sell cars, go sell insurance, go sell, you know, whatever it is you can sell. If you can get out there and build rapport, create feature benefit, um, need and close a deal, you're going to find opportunities throughout your, your lifetime. But for somebody like me coming from an operations background, that was rather difficult. Um, but once again, the, concept of the ladder is really no longer viable. There are companies out there where you get in and you work for 20 or 30 years and you retire with a nice pension, but it's not too many. Just yesterday, I was uh, I, one of the things that I've considered is going into teaching. And I was watching a webcast of our local Las Vegas school union discussing uh, pay freezes, pay issues with the board. And unfortunately, the CCSD school district had promised um, pay increases three years ago if teachers would go out and get additional certifications and improve their standing in the teaching profession. And many of them did this. And unfortunately, the school district is now saying, oh, guess what? We don't have the money to pay you what we told you. So once again, if you're looking for that next opportunity, if you're starting over later in your career, you really probably need to be looking at doing something where you control the pieces on the board, where you control the effort and the compensation based on your ability to produce. I know it's not easy. It's not, uh, it's not been great. Um, I've clearly struggled with it at this point, but now that we're making a determination that that's the general direction we need to go into. I'm, I'm very hopeful and, and positive about the situation. So starting next week, uh, we'll be building a new ladder and we'll be talking about that as, uh, as we build it. Um, if you're looking for that next opportunity, you know, we've talked about side hustles and side gigs and the gig economy. I don't see a lot of opportunity driving for Uber or Postmates or DoorDash or any of those things. Cause once again, you're dealing with the least common denominator as far as what people are willing to pay. But the hustle is real, and you got to do it every day. So going into Friday, have an amazing weekend, and I'm excited about next week. We've got some cool things that we're hopefully going to be talking about. And uh, if you have any questions or uh, interest, please feel free to hit us up on our Facebook page. Other than that, have an amazing weekend, and be blessed.